the show and look good doing it. Insane Throttle Support Store has a wide range of different style t-shirts, stickers, coffee mugs, and more. Now, to protect against COVID-19, we have Insane Throttle Face Masks. Get your support wear now. Rock on! begins again. Everyone, welcome to the show. Yes, get your merchandise now and look good doing it, man. And it also helps support Insane Throttle because God knows that these freaking uh, platforms are throttling us down. So, yeah, go ahead and get that uh, shirt, hat, mask, whatever it may be. Today's show, Sad State of Affairs, the government. Oh, wait till you hear this one out of New Jersey. The government says a biker rally does not fit the town's image. Yes, we got a bunch of liberal schlucks out there that don't want bikers around, it seems. Also, we're going to go out to Cali, Sonoma Hells Angels. Yes, they got more problems out there. Yes, they've been having a lot of problems this year as well as last year. We've been covering a lot of news out of that one uh we're gonna cover a cool uh, article on harley davidson as well not to mention Corey graff's wall of shame but first i want to answer a question i already did it on instagram if you're not over by our instagram there's stuff on there that you won't see or hear anywhere else on our platform so go over there and subscribe to our instagram you schlucks no i'm just kidding <laughs> somebody asked me what is my biggest regret when it comes to getting rid of one of my motorcycles I had? And I have to say, I, I got many regrets, but, uh, you know, I've had dozens upon dozens of motorcycles, most Harleys, but I, I have had, you know, a Triumph, and I've also had, you know, Jap bikes, too. You know, anybody who knows me knows that I'm not, you know, hardcore Harley-Davidson. If it has two wheels, man, I really don't care. I'll ride the shit out of that thing. Uh, right now, I got the Boulevard, uh, the C90, and I also got the Fat Boy, which, by the way, Harley-Davidson, I'm still waiting for my damn parts. You know, Jesus, man, I could have just did it myself and got on Amazon or something the way you guys are taking forever. And you guys wonder why everybody gets pissed off at you. Uh, but anyway, the one that I regret the most i actually have two that i regret but the one that i regret the most has to be my first bike 77 triumph bonneville 750 amiel carbs the whole nine yards i actually put ape hangers on a freaking bonneville you believe that one mini apes mini apes i have to say uh but man do i regret that one regret it hardcore you know how much that thing to be worth today if i you know brought it back to stock uh but i do regret that one oh, sad 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 i should kick myself in the ass for that one anyway then the next one has to be the mean streak man i used to have a mean streak all decked out custom paint the whole nine yards you know the gold skulls oh that sucker was fast it was fast so yeah those are the you know the two bikes that i really uh regret 
Uh, what was some of my favorite ones? Uh, it had to be the soft tail I had. It was a chopped out six foot front end, uh, screaming engine. See, I love doing uh, engine work to my bikes as soon as I get them, you know, customize it to me and stuff. Uh, so the soft tail was one of the big ones and uh, has to be, uh, I had an old Victory that I really liked. Victory, uh, what was it, uh, the B92C? Only thing about victories when they first came out had a lot of transmission problems, lots of transmission problems. But that goes for anything that's uh, brand new and stuff. You know, just coming off at the market as victory went down, it really kicked it, man. And I cannot believe that Polaris didn't continue that line, especially when it was coming so popular. I think that was a mistake. You know, I know they wanted to concentrate more on the Indian brand, but when you have a bike, you know, and they got some models and stuff like that, that, uh, you know, the price points, you know, a little better than Harley, but not much, not much, you know, but I think they want to go head to head with them with that name, even though it's not the original company, but we'll see what happens and stuff. So yeah, those, uh, that's my biggest regret right there was that freaking oh my god i can't believe i got rid of the triumph but anyway if you got a question go ahead and uh send it over to me and i'll get it answered either here or on instagram you know i do the little minute videos over on instagram just to keep you guys updated on what's going on what do you think about the new logo if you're on the radio check it out but it's on the right hand side of the screen yes a skull rider with the bandana yeah, that uh, describes me. I usually, I don't have it on today. Me, I'm looking bald today. But uh, don't even have a hat on, man. Let me tell you, man. I'm getting a hairline anyway. But let's get to the news, man. Enough of me jabbing jawing, man. Okay, here's what I was talking about. This is a pretty cool story from Auto Evolution. I'm trying to get a lot more bike stuff into the show. You know, that's one of the things most of the guys and uh, gals out there wanted me to add to it. So... Daniel Petrasco, Harley-Davidson is many things, both good and bad, but for the custom bike industry, it certainly is a godsend, and you know what, you gotta agree, you can do a lot of stuff to a Harley. Uh, the Milwaukee company is responsible, though, uh, through its products for the existence of countless garages across the world, and for what it's worth, it never forgot that. Uh, we're gonna be talking about, uh, you know, whew, she's a beautiful bike right there. Uh, what do you guys think? Again, over on the radio, get your butts over here. Uh, for a number of years now, Harley has been holding a build-off competition called Battle of the Kings. We've actually covered a Battle of the Kings. Uh, St. Charles Harley-Davidson made a bike. Them kids did awesome. I think they got uh, first place or something like that. Uh, the Battle of the Kings, in short, it is dedicated mostly to the International Dealer Network and calls upon interested partners to come up with stunning designs based on production motorcycles. Uh, the one in St. Charles, uh, that was what? That was a sportster. I think they uh, tricked out. While following a uh, rather strict set of rules, uh, the Battle of the Kings culminated this year with a mammoth era, uh, iteration called the King of Kings, pitting 15 of the best previous participant garages against one another 
the winner was crowned the Apex Predator, a Sportster XR1200 modified by a Mexican shop called Harley Davidson Quartero. Uh, we covered all those bikes extensively back in May. Uh, again, you can see uh, this at uh, autoevolution.com backslash news backslash Harley Davidson Custom King. Uh, one of them is the Iron 883 called the Custom King, modified by a German garage Thunderbike. It won the third place in the 2017 BOTK. The build was inspired by drag style motorcycles on the 1970s, says Thunderbike. And it all came down to, quote, the love of detail and handcrafted parts. You know, you guys got to check that out and encourage your local dealer to get involved with that. Because I know out of St. Charles, they had the high school shop kids in there. And there's nothing better to get kids into this lifestyle by something like this. Shop class, the trades. Everybody knows I'm a big supporter of their trades. I do not think the trades are taught enough in school. It's always about, you know, college this, college that. Well, a lot of kids don't want to go to college, so they need to learn a trade, especially one that can get them in a union. So, you know, the king is the Iron Beast Milwaukee. There you go, man. Come take a look at it. Now, let's go on to the story I was talking about, our main story here. Oh, man, you're going to love this one. Uh, by NewJersey.com, BikerFX nixed because it doesn't fit Wildwood's, quote, family-friendly image, this schluck of a mare says. Uh, by Steve Strusky. Wildwood is no place for the wild one. Cute. Cute. <laughs> That's the message behind the city's denial of permit for the Roar to the Shore motorcycle rally that's drawn thousands of bikers every September for more than two decades. I suggest go to another town right near it and piss them off. That's, you know, a lot of local businesses would just love to have that money. Uh, after the mayor of Kitschied, Jersey Shore Resort said the tide of bad behavior, oh, like little kids now, he's chastising bikers. Residents' complaints and police overtime costs has risen too high. Quote, it doesn't really fit in with the family-friendly atmosphere that Wildwood's trying to project. Mayor Pete Byron you're a schluck. <laughs> You're the number one schluck for today. Told New Jersey Advanced Media, confirming announcement on the event's website and Facebook page. Quote, it was uh, with great regrets that uh, after 23 years, we are forced to cancel Roar to the Shore Motorcycle Rally due to circumstances beyond our control, the organizers said. Hopefully you guys encourage them to go to the next town over, because I'm sure, again, they'll love the money. Uh, it, the city of Wildwood has determined that the rally no longer fits the image of the city. And I bet, the, you know what, I bet them politicians, boy, are taking that uh, under-the-table stuff. You know, what about the image there, you corrupt bastards? Anyway, but beyond bikers, rowdy ways what led to the city to deny the Roar's permit application earlier last spring, 
the mayor said was an increase in number of arrests for violent crimes and the presence of more hardcore motorcycle gang members. Mythalized in the 1953 Marlon Brando film The Wild One, whose presence was intimidating to the weekend riders <laughs> on expensive gleaming bikes that the event had traditionally attracted. Yes, the rub crowd. Yes, the rub crowd. I guess they got uh, you know a little scared of the motorcycle clubs. Bad stuff. Quote, it was a great event. It truly was. Some of these motorcycles are worth more than cars. I personally enjoyed it. My family did, Byron said. But when you have to have snipers on tops of roofs and you have to explain to children why there are snipers, it's time for a change. Maybe it's your overreaction is the reason why there were snipers on top of the roofs. The event's organizers did not immediately respond to a request for comments sent via the Facebook page. Several comments posted on the page following the announcement expressed disappointment at the permit's denial. But they'll give a permit to Antifa. How much you want a better? Black Lives Matter. They'll do that, but not bikers. And question the wisdom of blocking an event that has long been an economic boost to the city. The mayor downplayed the assertion, insisting the first weekend after Labor Day, when the event has traditionally been held, would still be busy for the city. Famous for its huge broad beach, boardwalk amusements, and whimsical doo-wop architecture of the 50s and 60s. Don't try to downplay it like he said. You probably brought in millions of dollars from this damn freaking event. You're a schluck. How much did you pocket of it, you know, by the way, over the years? Just wondering. Uh, one post by a self-described lover of beaches, bikes, and the freedom they represent seemed to confirm the mayor's assertion about gangs while still cursing the event's cancellation. Quote, the government is taking everything away from us, she wrote. Hmm. Too bad. Damn rubs are, you know, they gotta go do something... You know, why don't you rubs go start a rub rally? You know what I mean? Schlucks. Anyway, well, what do we got here? Huh? Well, I got a refoot rush here because, you know, I got a, you know, ad blocker on this sucker. So we got to go back here. Um, come on, come on, come on. They always wanted the damn money, man. You know, with these ad blocker craps. So let's see what we got here. Uh, MercuryNews.com, sorry for the, uh, you know, technical difficulty right there. Hell's Angels murder plot revealed. Fed's alleged victim was lured to clubhouse, shot, and illegally cremated. Oh, they pulled the Jimmy Hoffa. You know, a lot of people say, where's Jimmy? They cremated him, man. You know what? Have you ever watched The Irishman, man? That's the closest of a story I'll ever believe was that movie. You know, because, you know, he ain't buried in Giant Stadium or something like that. When the outfit, or it wasn't the outfit, the mob. See, it's called the outfit or syndicate here in Chicago. But, you know, back, you know, I think it came out of Detroit that, uh, deal i don't know anyway uh they don't play games they're gonna get rid of them especially a freaking high profile one so yeah you're gonna cremate him get rid of his ashes then boom wipe your hands of it you're done uh let's see here nate gartrell 
Sonoma, nearly three years after 11 Hells Angels were accused of a, a range of violent crimes in the federal indictment, prosecutors have finally detailed the most sinister allegations against several defendants. That day, lured a fellow member to the clubhouse, shot him, and then disposed of his body through illegal cremation. Man, what had just happened to put somebody out bad? You know, you didn't have to get so serious. That's serious, that kind of stuff. Now look where it's got you. I'm sorry, that's serious crap. <laughs> I don't know if he's a rat or what. If he's a rat, I can understand, but that's some messed up stuff. <laughs> Let's learn. Uh, in court filings this week, the U.S. Attorney's Office described the alleged murder plot, which involves Hells Angels in Sonoma, Fresno, and Massachusetts. Wow, the gauntlet right there. The victim, Joel Silva, was a sergeant-at-arms of the notorious biker gang who'd fallen out of favor with his former comrades, leading to his violent death in clandestine cremation Almost exactly six years ago. Again, why not just put him out bad, man? You wouldn't be facing this kind of stuff. But hey, not my business, not my business. I'm just saying. There is still no trial date for the ten remaining defendants. Many of them members of the Hells Angels Sonoma chapter. They face charges ranging from the Silva murder plot to assault, robbery, extortion, and witness tampering. Damn, guys, come on! Holy shit. Anyway, several defendants were at one point facing execution if convicted, but the U.S. Department of Justice recently opted not to pursue the death penalty. Uh-oh, there's a rat in there. That's the reason. Because right now, I think they uh, executed two federal inmates or something already. They're on a freaking execution spree right now. Uh... The defendants include Jonathan Nelson, the Sonoma Clubhouse president who is accused of joining the plot to murder Silva, Christopher Ranieri, president of the Boston Salem Clubhouse, Brian Went, the president of the Fresno uh, chapter and accused of shooting him in the back of the head. Dude, you didn't even let him freaking see it coming. Uh, and Raymond Ray Ray Folks, a former Sonoma president who has been a prominent target of law enforcement in Northern California over the past 25 years. Hmm. Nelson's attorney predicted in an interview Friday that his client would be added to the long list of Hells Angels members who beaten life cases throughout the club's 72 history. 72 year old history. Uh... Hmm. Well, remember, these are just charges. Well, that's until everybody starts ratting, you know, because, you know, there's only... I ain't going to get into that yet. Uh, Gold said in an interview Friday, I won't go into the quality of the evidence other than to say that this case will be fought vigorously, and we believe that when this case goes to a jury, the government won't be able to prove the allegations. The charges were filed under the RICO Act. Yes, the RICO uh, Act. So, I don't know, man. Uh, again, uh, prosecutors are saying Silva's murder plot was hatched because he had fallen out of favor with other club members. 
Again, man, you just should have put him out bad. You wouldn't be facing this kind of crap. Anyway, let's go to Corey Grabs. Wall of shame. Yes, let's go. Ah, here we go. Former officer arrested for dealing drugs. No, you don't say. A former police officer for the Pittston Township Police was pulled over with 50 bags. Suspected fentanyl in his my God, fentanyl of all things. New at 11, a former police officer is under arrest for drug dealing in Luzerne County. According to Kingston Police, Todd Houtland, a former officer for Pittston Township, was pulled over with 50 bags of suspected fentanyl in his vehicle. Investigators say they found Houtland after watching an exchange with a vehicle they were following from a home that was recently involved in illegal activity. Officers say Houtland also had a loaded gun. Tried to show them his badge from Pittston Township. He's locked up tonight in Luzerne County. Wow, you know what, fentanyl? You know what it is with me? People ask me, well, you know, what kind of stuff you support here? You know, I'm a 420 guy. Personally, I don't understand why anybody needs more than 420. There's some potent 420 out there now that don't destroy your life. It don't. Me, it helps me sleep a good, you know. Uh, I don't smoke it or anything while I'm driving or riding a bike or doing something with uh, people uh, because I'm just not like that. But uh, you can do it, and it's like you're not going to kill anybody. Uh, so it's always like, damn, man, you got to go to heroin. You got to go to meth. What's wrong with you people, man? Just get a good high off of 420 and chill. Don't have to get so serious. Damn. But anyway... This guy, Todd Hotlin, you're now in the wall of shame, you drug dealing fed and all prick. And that's Corey Graff's wall of shame, guys. Sometimes I wonder, did Hook on Phonics work for any of these people? You know, I know individual members or, you know, a, a bad seed. They can cause a motorcycle club a lot of problems. We've seen it for all of them. But one thing I don't understand, and I, uh, is Sonoda, uh, if my geography is correct, is in California. And what happened in California? The damn rogue prosecutors from the U.S. Attorney's Office, they were out to get the Mongols. They recoed a whole damn club, and how the hell, by the way, do you reco a whole damn club? I just don't understand it myself. You know, maybe you guys can tell me, but I don't know how... You rico an entire club when people didn't do nothing. Probably half of them don't even got criminal records, but you rico them. Anyway, so they decided to go after the patch because of the said rico conviction. Now it's in the appeals court. I believe it's the Ninth Circuit. It'll probably go all the way up to the Supreme Court because there's copyright uh, law behind that. Anyway. So, if that's happening to them, and if these guys could get convicted on RICO, what makes you think that they're not going to try it with you? Thus, did Hook on Phonics work for them? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. You know, again, I might be mistaken, but they're bringing trouble to the whole club. Now, I know that their structure is a lot different than a lot of other clubs. You know, they use the charter system, which, you know, their own autonomous, their charters and stuff. But, you know, they fly under one patch. So, you know, these prosecutors nowadays, they really don't like bikers in the first place. 
And I really, really think if they get a Rico conviction on this, especially, you know, killing a guy, why not just put him out on bad? Why do you got to get all serious and stuff? I can see if it's a rat thing, you know, maybe then I can see it. But it's still bringing all kinds of stuff to the club. You know, that crossing state lines, you know, a guy from Massachusetts involved in this stuff, you're in a federal type of deal. And regardless what the attorneys say, you know, regardless of what they say, there is a 98% conviction rate. And you can almost bet, especially the younger ones, might go on to rap just to save your butt. You know, I am surprised because they said there was death sentences that they uh, might have pursued, but I don't know what's going on with that. They went for life. But, you know, they cremated him, got rid of it. How did they know they cremated a guy? Somebody was talking. Somebody talked. Somebody talked or wouldn't have known about that. Like I said, they got rid of Jimmy Hoffa that way. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. You know, what is it, uh, almost uh, 40 years later, and they still don't, where's Jimmy Hoffa? They're not going to find that dude, he's ashes, man. Uh, but if they knew about the cremation, they then somebody is talking. But, you know, that's just a point that, I, you know, a question that I have, hey, it's none of my business, I'm just reporting on the story. But, you know, hooked on phonics, man, it will work, I'm telling you. You know, right now, this AG, you don't mess with AG Bar. You don't. This guy's a crusader, for Christ's sakes. You don't mess with him. Don't do it. Not with everything going on in this country right now. Try to keep Loeb down. You only do that kind of stuff under Democrats, man. Because <laughs> they let everything go. You know, right now, it's actually funny in Illinois. Madigan, man, he's like the king of Illinois. Uh, they just caught his ass uh, doing, uh, you know, everybody in Illinois is, a, you know, a corrupt. That's all they are is corrupt. Well, they are out of Chicago, but, uh, you know, messing around with Tom Ed, man, playing favors and stuff. So they're going to get you. They're going to get you. This ain't Sons of Anarchy. This ain't Mayans. They will get your ass. <laughs> anyway, what do you guys think of, you know, the, the bike, man? Uh, the Battle of the Kings is something real cool. i really glad I got to, uh, you know, watch that. It was pretty freaking awesome uh, seeing them kids. So hopefully... Uh, you know, you guys support that in the future. And I hope you guys really give it to the freaking, uh, you know, this wild wood uh, for the roar, for, you know, of the shore and stuff like that. You know, to say it doesn't fit the family's image is messed up. Snipers on the roof, that's usually overreaction. And, of course, the rubs are complaining that the big bad motorcycle clubs are there. You know, that's why I went into that thing uh, in the last segment. It's like, you know what? You people ask why motorcycle clubs can't get along. You're not even in motorcycle clubs. So what the hell does it have to do with you? You know, just push your ass on and go in the corner, pull your pecker, do something that keeps you busy instead of running your mouth. Just saying. Just saying. Don't forget, man, uh, hit us up on Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff, HarleyLiberty.com. And, of course, BikerLifestyleMagazine.com, man, you'll love it. You really will. So get on over there and check it out. I say goodbye. I'll talk to you later, man. Adios. Ciao. So long. Get your hat jacked. Thanks. This is Paul with Bagger Syndicate Cycles. We're in Buffalo, New York. 
Uh, I'm sure you've seen us on the internet, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Well, figure we do a little video here. Tell us about us. Uh, we do a little everything. Definitely about the hats, uh, crazy hats uh, for bikers, brotherhood. Um, it interests everyone out there. So if you've ever been on our site, take a look. It's baggerssyndicatecycles.com. Um, great hats. Definitely a lifestyle hat. Shows you what you represent. And uh, other people will definitely enjoy it also. So uh, take a look. Um, we're at most of the events. We try to get out to some of the big events every year. Uh, we can't hit them all, but uh, we'll definitely be out in Phoenix, Arizona for Cave Creek Bike Week in October. So if you're out that way, we'll definitely have our stuff out there. Um, but take a look. Uh, we cover men's guys. Uh, lots of clothing, shirts, sweatshirts, uh, muscle shirts. We do it all. So uh, take a look at the site. Let us know what you think. Uh, if there's any kind of special logo, give us a shot. We can do custom work too. Um, but uh, most of our logos are set. They're on the website. But take a look. Uh, you'll love it. A lot of uh, bartenders love them, tattoo enthusiasts. Um, anyone in the crazy lifestyle business, uh, give us a shout. Uh, we'll help you out. Uh, mass orders, whatever you got to do. Again, Paul from Bagger Syndicate Cycles. Check out the site, and we'll go from there.